You are listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. Today's sermon is True Word of Yah, Biles 1, 2, and 3. This is a call into repentance out of God's love. Revelation chapter 16, 1 through 2 states, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image. The word that we're going to look at is Mark. The biblical usage of Mark is Greek word G5480. I don't know how to pronounce it. It means a stamp, an imprinted mark. It can be the mark stamped on the forehead or the right hand as the badge of the followers of the Antichrist. It can be a mark branded upon horses, a thing carved, sculpted, graven work of any adulterous image or thing. It also says from the same as G5482. G5482 means a trench. Brothers and sisters, we are in the trenches right now. It means a pale or a stake, a palisade. A palisade or rampart. It means to sharpen to a point, but it means a stake or a palisade. Military mound, the trench. So when I googled what a pale or stake is, it means in dictionary.com, not Merriam-Webster this time, a stake or picket as a fence, an enclosing or confining barrier, an enclosure, boundaries, limits, outside the pale of his jurisdiction. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The requirement by the CDC requiring proof if you're a non-U.S. citizen who's a non-my or immigrant, no matter who you are, doesn't matter anymore. In order to travel, the United States issued a proclamation to suspend and limit entry into the United States for non-U.S. citizens.
we're going to look at the international travel information for U.S. citizens. It states in bold letters, do not travel internationally until you are fully vaccinated. You're not allowed to go outside the U.S. And people are not allowed to come into the United States. That is not okay with God. President Biden is beyond his jurisdiction. And God does not approve of that. For that is what happens when you learn the word of God. You break it down and you learn what the mark of the beast is. The beast is the United States right now. And the governments of the world. Because everyone's in awe of them. And the tech companies are called giants for a reason. Pharmaceutical companies are called giants. For a reason. The COVID-19 vaccination is the mark of the beast. I couldn't even get a job in St. Louis City School as an assistant teacher to special needs children. Because I will not get the shot. And they hesitated when they told me last that that was the requirement. She couldn't even tell me. This vaccine targets your messenger RNA, which is responsible for translating your DNA. This is called transgenetics. To read more about that, in which I do use the FDA the websites who produce this vaccine's information against them, as I am protected against the First Amendment rights of the U.S. Constitution. Brothers and sisters, I come from a medical background. A drug trial takes at least four to ten years to complete. Not one. I took pharmacology in college. I was taught by an amazing nurse named Alice Bynum in St. Louis, where she taught me what I needed to know about medicine. God taught me that pharmacology is not safe. And what is safe? Weed. But because it's a Schedule One drug with heroin, it is considered wrong. All of God's herbs help us. All of them. And that's what marijuana is. But it's called bad. Heroin, on the other hand, meth and fentanyl, were all developed as pain relievers. Fentanyl was a patch to help with surgery. But now it's on the market being mixed with heroin, which was also developed for pain. And meth was just developed by crazy people. Because who in their right mind would want to poison yourself 
Madrano. Do you understand there was one time I was not connected to God? And all I wanted to do was have him judge me and have my life be done. I couldn't take it anymore. And I tried rat poison and he did not like that. Ooh wee. Because here I am. <clears throat> I used to be around people who did drugs. And I tried so hard to shield that from my daughters. But I recently learned that my oldest daughter got with the man she was going to marry. Who chose drugs over her. And that put her into the eating disorder this time. And she knew she needed to go on her own. And I couldn't help her because I had just been hacked. My Wi-Fi, everything, ministry, everything, my phone, bank account, everything. I had nothing. And I told her several times over the years. I said, Angela, there's going to be a day where I will not be able to help you. I said, I need you to learn this. I need you to understand, please. Because your life depends on it. Because I almost lost her in 2015 and I had to get a court order to get my child the help she needed. The Sunday before Thanksgiving in 2005, while I was at work, my ex-husband took my children from me on this very day, 16 years ago. 16 in the Bible means love. I've never been loved. I've been told I will never be loved. But God says, I love you. When I learned that God loved me, there was no turning back. My brothers and sisters, I used to find fentanyl patches on the floor as I cleaned the gas station in which I worked. I used to find capsules in the bathroom. The very last time I worked, I couldn't move from behind the counter because they cleaned that store like that store had never been cleaned. I couldn't touch nothing. And they were removing things because I knew how God had sent me to witness and so my boss, a first-generation Palestinian, who I admired so much as a brother, knew everything and put a tracker on my phone. My old boss wasn't that brotherly love boss that he portrayed himself to be because he's being ran by the serpent. And this family owns at least 60 stores, some under one name, some under another. 
I was told by an amazing source that they sit in their parking lots now and watch their stores. That's because Ephesus in Arabic means overseer. And there were signs. I had many people tell me they knew I was in a holy war. And I was. And all I could do was raise my hallelujahs. And all I could do was praise God through the storms. And all I can do still is praise God whenever I need him because I know he's inside of me. And I know he forgives me of my trespasses. So therefore, I had to forgive my ex-husband of his. That was the hardest thing I ever had to do. That was the hardest thing God had to work out of me. We're going to look at the Forgotten Book of Eden, chapter 79, again. Am I my brother's keeper? The answer is yes. The answer is always yes. The answer is never no. I don't care if your brother is on the street under the bridge of I-170. The answer is yes. You are your brother's keeper. I don't care if your brother is at the end of... 180 and 67. Yes, you are your brother's keeper. That goes from however far the east is from the west and from north to south and all nations and countries and cities and towns in between. Because then God said to Cain, Cursed be the ground that has drunk the blood of Abel thy brother. And thou shalt be trembling and shaking, and this will be a sign unto thee, that whosoever finds thee shall kill thee. But Cain wept, because God said those words to him. And Cain said unto him, O God, Whosoever finds me shall kill me, and I shall be blotted out from the face of the earth. Then God said unto Cain, Whosoever finds thee shall not kill thee. Because before this God had been saying to Cain, I shall forego seven punishments on him who kills Cain. For as to the word of God to Cain, God spoke to Cain. God is speaking to you now. Where is thy brother? God said in his mercy to try to make him repent. For if Cain had repented at that time, and had said, Oh God, forgive me my sin. And the murder of my brother, God would have then forgiven him his sin. And as to God saying to Cain, Cursed be the ground that has drunk the blood of thy brother, that also has God's mercy on Cain. For God did not curse him, but he cursed the ground. 
Although it was not the ground that had killed Abel and had committed iniquity. For it is meet that the curse should fall upon the murderer. Yet in mercy did God so manage his thoughts as to that no one should know it. And God turned away from Cain. And God said in his sadness, because God was crying. God said in his sadness, where is thy brother? To which Cain answered and said, I know not. Then the creator said to him, be trembling and quaking. Then Cain trembled and became terrified and through this sign did God make him an example before all the creation as the murderer of his brother. Also did God bring trembling and terror upon him, that he might see the peace in which he was at first, and see also the trembling and terror he endured at the last, so that he might humble himself before God, and repent of his sin, and seek the peace he enjoyed at first. And in the word of God that said, I will forgo seven punishments on whomsoever kills Cain. God was not seeking to kill Cain with the sword, but he sought to make him die of fasting and praying and weeping by hard rule until the time that he was delivered from his sin. And the seven punishments are the seven generations during which God awaits Cain for the murder of his brother. But as to Cain, ever since he had killed his brother, he could find no rest in any place, but went back to Adam and Eve trembling, terrified and defiled with blood. <clears throat> the Lord God Almighty Abba Yah says he has taken the flat earth back with love, but for those the plagues will be upon them as nobody has learned from the past. He says he'll stop once the world loves him again and shines that love onto the darkness so that every Cain can come home. And so that every Abel can find forgiveness and love his brother once again. Their time is running out, for Yah's return is at hand. So we are in the book of Revelation, chapter 16. Travel is being banned. That is what the plague means. 
Unless you have the mark of the beast, you cannot buy or sell, travel, do whatever. That's okay. My God makes my voice travel where he needs to be in 30 countries. Everyone needs to start reading the Martyrdom and Ascension of Isaiah. And read Micah, please. Read Micah chapter 1 through 5. The Ascension of Isaiah tells us that we are the sixth heaven. And it states, and he took me into the sixth heaven, and there were none on the left nor a throne in the middle, but all were of one appearance, and their praise was equal. And strength was given to me, and I also sang praises with them. And the angel also, and their praise was like theirs. And there they all named the primal Father and his beloved Christ, and the Holy Spirit all with one voice. But it was not like the voice of the angels who were in the five heavens, nor was it like their speech. But there were a different voice there, and there was much light there. And then when I was in the sixth heaven, I thought that light which I had seen in the five heavens, darkness. And I rejoiced and praised, and one who was graciously given such light to those who await his promise. And I entreated the angel who led me from them. Um, from then on, and I should not return to the world of flesh. Indeed, I say to you, Hezekiah and Joseph, my son, and Micah, that there is much darkness here. And the angel who led me knew what I thought and said to me, If you rejoice over the light, how much more will you rejoice in the seventh heaven when you see the light where the Lord is and his beloved? From where I was sent, who is to be called? In the world, the sun. He who is to be is the corruptible world has not yet been received. Nor the robes, nor the thrones, nor the crowns which are placed there for the righteous. For those who believe in the Lord who will descend in your form. For the light which is there is great and wonderful. But as regards your not returning into your body. Your days are not yet complete for coming here. And when I heard this, I was sad. And he said to me, do not be sad. The martyrdom and ascension of Isaiah is vital to today. God says, And I saw many robes placed there, many thrones and many crowns. Isaiah sees this in chapter 9. And I said unto the angel who led me there, Whose are these robes and thrones and crowns? Brothers and sisters, your robes are coming when you take your rightful place as God's children and repent of your sins and become clean and live again and live the life he wants you to. The ascension of Isaiah is a book the world has hidden for this reason of truth. When we learn Abba Yah's ways, and we do according to his will, and we walk in his morals, values, and ethics, we are then able to understand how we destroy each other. 
The Acts of John tells us this. We must perceive the world the way it really is now for those of us who are awake. And it's time to shine our light for those who are lost. Abba Yah says what was once hidden now comes to the light. And the choice of his will and his ways. Or to keep going and running away from him into the direction of sin and death, the state in which we all once were and most are currently in now. And out of love, if you haven't learned who our creator is yet, please do so for the plagues of Revelation 16 will be coming worse and soon because people made choices and we who stand tall must also understand that they know not what they do. So we need prayers. Only Abba Yah can stop this. Prayer. Fasting. Praising God. Seeking Him with your whole heart and mind. That is all He wants. Unified prayer around the world. I know the Lord God gave me my crown. I can't give you these messages without it. I'm awaiting my royal wedding to the man of Hollywood, the man I love. And I know it's going to be amazing because God's called me from birth and I've known what my purpose in life is. He told me much in what I'm remembering now. I'm excited to share because Abba Yah gave us his only begotten son who was created to die for us. He had a backup plan the whole time. Those who believed in God, if you read how Noah preached for 120 years repentance before the flood, those who believed in God were taken away. That's why people believe in a rapture. This time we're changed. People are passing away now, those who believe in God, so they don't have to keep witnessing the wrath. Those are facts. It's not, oh, I'll fly away and people are going to witness your soul lifting up. and It's not that rapture. It is literally God taking his souls back to him to prepare and give them their robes so they suffer no more for what's about to happen. They witnessed too much. The Gospel of Nicodemus is very important. And the show, The Chosen, you can get that for free on the Google Play. Follow them on Instagram. And I think it's free on iTunes. They do an amazing job. They tell the truth. Watch. It's free. The cycle has to end. The only thing people remember is the serpent showing us how he slayed our Messiah over and 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 over again. 
every year. They give him the wrong birth. They talk bad about him. You wonder why? Because the Vatican's the snake. Hello? <clears throat> Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 through 13 confirms what Isaiah saw. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it from those whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. Whew. So Isaiah sees thrones. Revelation tells us about our thrones and our robes. Lost book of Adam and Eve tells us about the plagues. Revelation tells us about why. Or who is judged, at least. But do we know why the sea has dead in them? Let me read that again. That's what God said. In Revelation 20:13 it says and the sea gave up the dead. Do you know how many navy ships are on the waters right now? 43 aircraft carriers. The navy of the United States owns 11. The Lord God said in Revelation chapter 16 verse 3 through 7 and the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a man, dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of waters. And they became blood. And I heard the angel of the water say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and was and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God, true and righteous, are thy judgments. Continue to read the martyrdom of Isaiah. We are the sixth heaven. We have to rid the darkness of this earth. The ascension of Isaiah confirms Enoch and the layers of the heaven. Did you know that the prophet Isaiah probably lived close to the region of Manasseh? When God showed me flat earth, I used Manasseh. I went over to Cahokia Mounds, worked for a place. He told me, Manasseh, 
The time and manner of his death are not specified in either the Bible or primary sources. Later, Jewish tradition says that he suffered martyrdom by being sawn in two under the orders of Manasseh. When you go on the ascension of Isaiah, turn to page 164. God says, I will turn their hearts and make Manasseh and the princes of Judah and the people in all Jerusalem worship you, is what God told Isaiah to tell the kings back in the day. And that's what God is telling me to tell you guys today as well. He's going to make you turn and bow to him regardless of whether or not you want to. You can fight it all you want, just like you have children who fight your discipline. God says he's a God of love. Just like he cursed the ground for Cain, he will take it all away. Just like Nineveh repented, the world can too. When every Cain repents of their sin, God will reveal himself and everyone will see his glory. I've seen his feet and he has marvelous, beautiful feet. I always lay everything at his feet and I... I lay the sermon at his feet. So on this sermon, you're going to find military.com, U.S. Navy ships, the book of Enoch and the teaching of the disciples, the gospel of Nicodemus, which tells us about Yahusha's time in hell and the information on his resurrection. The Acts of John, which tells us Yahusha and what he really told him about. What is the cross? The Vatican as the shape of a snake. The acts of Peter turn the world upside down. How the governments keep people diseased for money taken off of their own websites. Who's the queen of heaven? And how this worship is of the serpent for the queen of heaven is Semyaza's wife, the fallen angel. There is no queen of heaven, brothers and sisters. It's one God. Alpha Omega and his son put it into physics. Ones and zero, computer geeks. Peace on the Gaza Strip. We destroy our brother. History of drugs and our government, again, taking off our alphabet soups. Pedophilia, calling evil good. My daughter's true story. Again, this has to be done out of love. So God said, find a poem. And by the way, whenever you look at <laughs> this sermon, you're going to see everything kind of like outlined. God could not let me delete anything. When I deleted it, the entire sermon disappeared, which was why I cut it instead, because <laughs> I had to see 
Because the entire time I'm writing this sermon, it's not working. People think these are plagues. People think that this is going to rain down like Egypt. The message has been, brothers and sisters, we left Egypt. Raining frogs, plagues of the wrath. That was Moses. We're making way for God. God says he's love. He's not going to cause full destruction, not to his people and not to those who, who seek him. But he says there's a choice that has to be made. You can see and surrender to God if you know the illusion is exactly that, an illusion. <clears throat> the illusion breaks when you can see God in everything. And we can see how surrounding yourself with his love and surrendering to your purpose in life really does bring grace which means God's divine intervention upon your life and soul and that in itself changes your life why because he loves you so I love poetry, and I did not write this, but I write my Hollywood poetry, and I probably will tonight, because when I write, I write always out of love, and I write to God. Even in my pain, I imagine all my love being poured to God. I always have, even when I was angry at him. So this one was beautiful to me. And it says everything. It's titled, My Everything. And it's by Joanna Fuchs at PoemSource.com. My Everything. Bonded to you in eternal bliss. United in physical rapture. I realize my dreams and fantasies engulfed in contentment and satisfaction. I know heaven in your arms, my intense hunger nourished, deep yearnings fulfilled. I am open to you in total trust. You are my refuge, my everything. For me, that sounded like a psalm of David, my father and ancestor. As always, it's never goodbye, but I'll see you later.